to Are Your Parents Proud of You, the season finale. I'm your host, Matt Schufreiter, and I am joined by the one, the only, my friend, the first time they are on the Zoom call. Yep, I've never, ever been here before. You haven't been on here in like a year, my friend. I haven't. Hi. Um, hello, everyone. When we last met, I was a man named Griffin. Now I am a trans woman named Jenna. So Woo! a lot of shit has been going on in my life. Hence why you have not seen me <laughs> doing these bits for the longest while. And I'm guessing it's also the reason why, uh, Matt, you stopped doing the thing in outros where you give me a funny job. I, well, that was when I just didn't, I didn't know if there was a, you had a, a name change and I didn't want to just keep, you know. No, that's, no, that's fair. That was probably the right decision. But for any, if anyone out there was wondering, what, what happened to them? Um, <laughs> a lot of things. What happened to them? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, this, listen, this, this season lasted so long that. One year. Yeah, one year. When when this season started, I was still uh, I was still identifying as a man and living in my parents' basement. Now I am living back in Chicago, and definitely not a man. And I'm so happy for you. Yes. For reference, my pronouns are she they. Yeah. Yeah. That was yeah. I'm so happy. But yeah. It's been an awesome season. It's been a long season. It's been a long season. I remember almost nothing about this season. Um, I know. It's been so long that we both had to get a list out of the entire season four. Yeah, and I just put mine away. Do you want me to pull it back out? Uh, that's up to you. Uh, okay. We'll do it in the outro, right? Yeah, we'll, we'll talk more about the guests in the outro. But right now, uh, we're going to celebrate the season four finale by having our first ever returner. And we never had a guest come back on the show, unless you want to count. Is that, is that true? I mean, if you want to no. count Connor Brown going from host to guest. I always count Connor Brown. Five. Then this is our second. Uh, he was back in season three. And he reached out to me. I remember he reached out to me back in season three, if you can come on and talk about him. And I said, yes, absolutely. And since then, he's become probably one of my favorite people in the world. And I've had the honor to call him another good friend. Uh, Maui Jones is coming back on the show. And he had the idea of doing hot ones for the season finale interview. So he got the 12 dab bottles. Now, no, they're uh, not all called. It's just the last one that's called the last dab. I, I, I don't the rest know. of them are just called hot sauce bottles. I, I don't know. I'm sorry. Uh, so he got the bottles. I we were we did this over Zoom, so I didn't have the bottles with me. But I oh, was, so what were you, wait? So what were you doing? I haven't listened to this yet. So I so I ordered ten wings from Wingstop. The problem is you can only choose up two flavors. So the first did you five, just get the two hottest ones. I did the first five a mile, and the last five were atomic. Oh wow! So you really went from like zero to a hundred. Yeah, because I was, I was committed. So, uh, yeah, we are. you will hear us go back and forth and ask each other questions so you get to learn a little bit more about Maui. You'll learn a little bit more about me. 
And uh, yeah, my mouth was on fire after and I hated everything after. Uh, so here we go. Here's our, here's the conversation with Maui Jones. Maui Jones, welcome back. Thank you. Thank you for having me back, man. No, this is amazing. You are the first guest in the, well, I think three and a half, four years I've done this show to be back on. So nice. yeah. And the thing, this whole thing started like our friendship started because you wanted to come on. Yeah. And look at us now about to do something that I am not looking forward to, which is spice eating some hot wings. And this was, you had this idea of coming on and doing hot ones with me. Yes. My, my wife for Christmas got me, uh, got me the hot ones, uh, season 17 pack. Oh, and so I thought moment. it would be a fun, a fun thing to do. Yeah. Are you good with spice? Do you like spice? I am pretty good with spice. I grew up with spice. I like spice. Um, I often cook with spice for myself. My my wife hates spice, so mm. you know, usually only when I'm cooking for my for myself. I think your wife and I have something in common too, because I absolutely hate spice. <laughs> I don't have the 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 wing sauce that you have. So I had to order my own. Yes. So I'm, dealing I'm starting with the classic. So I'm going in order. Uh, I have the classic. I have Dawson's. Uh, we have Clark and Hopkins uh, Calabria. Okay. We have uh, Angry Goat Pepper Phoenix. Okay. Some of these have not even been opened yet. Uh, we have uh, <laughs> Los Calientes. So you, wait, you have no idea what half of these are going to be like? No, only ones I've tried so far are the classic and Los Calientes. Okay. We have Queen, Majest I Queen Majesty Cocoa Ghost Hot Sauce. Okay. 13 Angry Scorpions Jekyll and Hyde. Um, they don't give you the bomb beyond insanity. They, they give you something called the Bomb Evolution, which is apparently just a better tasting variant. Okay. Um, then we got Pucker Butt. What'd you call me? <laughs> and then finally the last dab apollo okay i have just five mild and five the atomic wing sauce that i have here i'm putting them uh, on chicken nuggies okay do you want to ask the first question or do you want me to go first uh you ask first question i'm i'm saucing my my first nugget okay i will take my first bite of the mild i'm okay. doing this without out any ranch or blue cheese. Uh, here we go. Cheers. Mmm. That's good. That's not bad. So I remember the first time we came you came on the show. And this was back in the pandemic time. Well, lockdown-ish pandemic. And we were doing this on Zoom. And I remember the first, the last thing that you talked about was this idea for a kid's book called Ella and yeah you know it's fun to talk to people and especially on the show when they talk about something and then you see the finished product and in the two years since you last came on the show you've had two books you've had meeting groups you've had meetings with people um has this been the most successful thing or product or piece of art in your life that um has happened well, um, so clarification, uh, so one book's been released, second book hopefully will be soon, okay. um, and I've written, I, and I just finished writing a third, um, 
I don't know how to answer that because, you know, um, successful in terms of fulfillment, you know, like I think it's been very successful uh, artistically speaking for me. Um, I have not pushed it out like too widely yet. Yeah. So I wanted to get at least three titles out before I really start trying to like push it nationally and whatnot. Um, <laughs> but in terms of like my, my art, and writing, I feel like I've, that's been hugely successful. I can actually show you the book here. I own, yeah, you gave me a copy. Yep, all completed. It's very pretty. I love it. Yeah. Um, and yeah, there's a couple other books coming out. One, um, uh, one is more of a, a bedtime story about the night sky, and then the third one is uh, about Ella's friend Danny. And their first experience um, with uh, Pride Month. Very cool. Yeah, that's very cool. Yeah, um, but it's interesting. I, I feel like the last couple of years have really made me kind of reevaluate uh, how I do art and what benchmarks I consider success. Mm -hmm. uh, I feel like we are pushed to we got you got to get the next thing out you got to do this you got to do that you got to do the rat race and through the pandemic you, you, we were for, forced to slow down and i realized oh it's like okay to be present in the home right too you know so that's been a big focus especially because you know my wife's been going through a lot of health issues over the last couple of years and whatnot so being a caretaker for her um, our um, journey to try and biologically have a, a child ended over the last couple of years. So grieving that, you know, um, really makes you reevaluate what you consider success. Right, right. We I talked when I I did an interview with someone. I think it was last week, and we were talking about what does happiness or success mean. And I was always taught growing up that you got your education. And then you got your job mm -hmm. and that sort of changed and growing up you know i did fall into the went to college did all that but along the way i met friends who i still consider close today like i have someone who once he graduated high school said that's it for me mm -hmm. i'm not going to college i'm not going to do this i'm not going to do that forget it and i said okay what are you gonna do instead he's like well I'm going to play the piano for the rest of my life. And that's what he has done. And that is, he's, he has no regrets over whatever he's done. You know? Mm, I love that. Yeah. Ready for our next wing? Slash yeah, let, me grab, let me grab a napkin. I realize. <laughs> I feel so bad. The entire time you're talking, I'm like looking around. Trying to find <laughs> how can I get to one, you know? <laughs> All right. Okay. So next up for me is the Dawson's. Hot sauce, cedar smoked garlic. Okay, because you are going a little bit spicier, I will have a bite of the atomic. And then go back and forth. Oh, I think this is probably still gonna be pretty mild. We'll see. Okay, I'll go back to mild. <laughs> Once stay, you on, stay on mild, stay on mild. Wait until the halfway mark and then switch to atomic. You got it. All right, so there's the sauce. Dink it and sink it, my friend. That was good. That's a good sauce. And it actually got a bit of a kick to it. Ooh. I like the garlic in it. Mm. 
Okay, so now I get to ask you a question, right? Yeah. Can't wait. So, tell me how you um, started working on uh, this podcast. That's a good question, as Sean, pe people in Hot Ones would say. Uh, I st started in college as a radio major, and I had the goal of wanting to do my own podcast. Uh, because I and but I wanted to be different because uh, you know how most shows are sports, politics, entertainment, and it's and if they do an interview with someone, it's only about five six minutes long, <laughs> and I really just wanted to have a full length hour long conversation. And I remember my freshman year, I actually recorded an episode with someone, and I did, and it's kind of how it is now, which was. We were in a library study room and we spent an hour talking and I put it up myself and, but it was unedited. I was nervous. Um, the person, the guest was a little iffy. And then, so I just stopped and, but I never stopped thinking of, oh, I'm still going to do this one of these days. I am going to do a podcast. Um, and then just the more and more people I met and wanted to get to know, I said, I, I want this to be recorded and I want to get to know you more. And so fall, summer 2019, spring, sorry, spring 2019, uh, I asked my friend Jenna and, said, and asked her, can you, do you want to do this? And she said, all right. And we both thought this was going to go nowhere. And now here we are four years later and we're still working on it. I love that. Would you say that it's um, has kind of the, the nucleus of what it is changed significantly over the last four years? Or do you feel that it's kind of always been what it is? Uh, I think it's kind of always what it's been. I think just professionally behind the scenes, we've just gotten better. When we first started these 10 episodes, we were we felt like casting directors and we asked people for their headshot and resume and just so, so we can be like and the guests kind of liked it because they sort of knew what they were getting themselves into mm -hmm. and then with the pandemic i think uh at some point i just said forget it i'm just gonna do this research myself and then uh just see if i can pull a fast one on them um but without, you know, obviously calling them out on this or that, just, you know, the guest is a guest and you want to treat them like a guest and uh, showcase them, you know. Mm -hmm. I so, love that. All right. Yeah. Number three. How's your mouth Number three? Feel? Number three for me is Clark and Hopkins Calabria. I think I'm going to add a little blue cheese to this and see what kind of taste I can get with the mild. So we'll call it Blue Mild. Oh, this is a this is a this is a thick boy sauce. One of these days when we hang out in person, I gotta take you to this bar where I live. I used to live my childhood uh, neighborhood, Grays Lake. There's a great bar called Emil's Tavern. They have these awesome wings that I think you're gonna like. So next okay. time, we, next time, dink it and sink it. Well, that's good. Nice sweetness from the from the sun dried tomatoes in that one. Mm. Mm. I like that. 
So you are obviously, um, so we also uh, have acted together. Mm -hmm. uh, we, uh, Zoom in the movies, which was a non-for-profit, we'll make money uh, online reading organization where we read movie scripts with people. Mm -hmm. And we've done, and I'm gonna I'm gonna make you sweat hopefully a little bit because we did the, the reading of Shawshank Redemption last year. Yes. And I need to know because I know I was the replacement for uh, we uh, we uh, for I was, yeah for Bart Yeah. Who was your second choice? Was it me or someone else? Uh, no, you were my second choice. Okay. Actually. You were my second choice. Uh, it's like, oh shoot, um, I lost my my Andy, and you kind of have that um, that Jimmy Stewart kind of energy that I felt was appropriate for that role. Tim Robbins yeah. played the role, and I felt like he played it how i would imagine jimmy stewart would play it if it were if you know if jimmy stewart were a young man in the you know early 2000s right have so. you ever done a, have you ever done a reading where you've never seen the movie yes and it was a bad experience for me can you tell us the movie yeah it was a don't look up wow this is a recent one too P fairly recently um so I, I didn't get a chance to watch the film beforehand and people were enjoying my kind of, you know, funny hot takes yeah. on it. But as it kept going, I realized that, 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 that script, that film was not very intersectional. It didn't really, it, you know, it was very much focused on like, you know, the white male viewpoint of what's happening to our our planet it didn't think about environmental racism or anything like that at all um and it and it really started to feel weird for me and when i when i brought that up there was you know everybody was responding to everything i would say in the in the in the group chat until i like started to have that turn and when i brought it up it was i i i just got response the response was silence mm -hmm. and it, it was like really upsetting for me it was you know i feel like i'm also very sensitive about that stuff these days with everything that's just been happening right um you know in terms of uh racial violence and and uh you know, school shootings and you know, global pandemic and and whatnot. Uh, my tolerance, I feel like, has dropped significantly, mm -hmm. and that was like a really, really tough moment for me. It like really threw me through a loop. Mm -hmm. So yeah, so so there you go. I've, I'll always be like straight up with you, my brother. So I'll, I, no, I'll, I, I'll, I'll I, say the things. <laughs> no, I, I, wait, I've known that about you. Do you yeah. remember? This is not a question, but this is a follow up. Do you remember, like the day? I remember this the day before Easter, when you, me, and our friend Thomas mm -hmm. were on Zoom for till like three in the morning. Yeah, talking about some of the worst romantic comedies we've ever seen, and then like the top 
like 50 or 100 of them. Yeah. Yep. I love uh, Little Month Con. We had, we had a pretty deep conversation on, on that we one. Deep, we had a deep, yeah. We had a deep one on New Year's, remember? Mm-hmm. We did a lot of that. So, yeah, I asked uh, you some hard-hitting questions, I remember. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you did. <laughs> it's weird. It's weird getting asked the hard-hitting questions as someone who does this, you know? Yeah. So. All right. Number Should I four. Ask you a hard-hitting question for, for, for number four? Oh boy. Shall we like get get into the thing? Let's go, let's go to the nucleus, as you call it. Okay. All right. All right, which one uh, are you so at right now? This is Angry Goat Pepper Phoenix. It's a cantaloupe, melon, and scotch bonnet hot sauce. Ooh. Okay. All right, here we go. Mm. That's good. That's really good. That's the last of my mile. Starting to feel like heat a little bit. That's the last of my mile. So uh, from here on out, it's going to be really hard for me to focus. All right. Um. All right. So I'll give you a hard hidden question here then. Go for it. Where does Matt Schufreiter podcast host and and Matt Schufreiter the person begin. Uh, you, you were talking about that those conversations we were having and I was asking you like have I met the real you? Have I ever met the real you? Because you have a very just your natural speaking voice seems almost performative. Like right. you always sound like an like an like an old timey radio <laughs> announcer almost. Yeah. And so I was wondering like is that you or is that a you know a persona that you put on you know so that get that'd be my question like what where's the what's the real Matt and what's the host Matt? I think there's two ways I will interpret that, which is the so they give you a little background here. Maybe I think maybe I talked about this on the show. I was our in high school. I was our morning announcer speaker. So, you know, that's, you know, you come on and you're like, good morning. And you do all that. And you talk about what's happening in the school. And, uh, you know, that got me some popularity a little bit during that time. And then I think that little um, person sort of kept following me around when I went to college. Um, you know, the voice, the performing voice, um, I think just also helps the fact that I like to project. And whenever I, whenever I yell, whenever I yell, this just comes out. Um, do I know how to turn it on and off? Not always, um, especially like group settings. I, you know this, I love when our group or just any group I friends whoever it is comes together and hangs out i love that so much and sometimes it really helps on the worst of days for me uh so and then so and also when i come on i don't want to think about 
whatever's going on. If it's a crappy day or work sucked, auditions were awful, I didn't get cast in something. Uh, I don't want to think about that. I just want to focus on the positivity that's going on around here. So I either fall into radio voice or I fall into dad, uh, which I don't necessarily like it, like it, but that tends, but for some reason, without even hesitation, I just fall into that uh, in terms of just, you know, I can look at someone and I make eye contact with them and I can't, I see a couple, for example, and I can't, I can't help but perk up and I think, oh my God, these kids are so adorable. Mm. odds are they're older than me but i i still view them as kids you know yeah uh, so well you do have that like you 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 come off older than you actually are yeah i'm 24 for people wondering yeah um and i but i also tend to hang out with older people like not not that's not by and that's sort of when i was growing up just by accident where yeah. everyone first saw me and I just hung out with, you know, I was doing shows and I would be like the youngest person there. You know, I did Legally Blonde when I was in college. I was 19. I was a community theater production and I was 19 and the second youngest was 22 and everyone else was in their 30s. Mm. So I just sort of fell into that. Oh, okay. I'm hanging out with older people now and just went from there, you know? Yeah. All um, right. That's a good answer. Thank you. Um, all right, Los Calientes. I like to I like to point out. I have not. I have a smoothie here, but I have not had any of it yet. Okay. Since we started the wings, I'm trying to go the whole ten without any liquid. We'll see if I make it. Don't, oh, don't let that influence you, though. No, I'm gonna fall apart here because I'm I'm on to atomic wings right now. <laughs> All right, you got your your question locked and loaded. Yeah. All right, this is the Los Calientes. This is the one that I've had, and it's really good. I put it lot on this one. I'm gonna think this one in sauce first, and just before we just see what happens. Oh, you're already eating. Here we go. Mmm, delicious. So you're gonna have a pretty steep ramp up because you're going from like zero to ten with your atomics. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What's your question? I'll I'll be there in like three in three sauces. I think I'll probably. Be you. I got this. Is the next five. Yeah. <laughs> but the, but the nice thing is. You're already at the apex. It's not going to get any worse than what it is right now. Yeah. So yeah, you are also a theater artist, and I and I would personally think that it seems like every year <coughs> there's maybe one play or one musical that is that is talked about or gets put on way too much. <coughs> You know, I think you think of something like Little Shop of Horrors or uh, Glass Menagerie or uh, anything by Chekhov or Sam Shepard or whatever. I even think this year, you know, I saw a production of Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf 
And then I know another company doing it. And then I wanted to do it as a reading. I'm starting to think, oh, maybe that might be a reading that gets going on. That's a show, excuse me, that gets put on too much. In your opinion, what is a play or a musical that gets put on too much? And what is a play or musical that should get put on more often? Ooh, that's a great question. Um, a play that I would say is put on too much. I mean, I think there's like probably a million. Like I could name like twenty. Right. Right now, you know, right now coming to mind is probably like guys and dolls you know like any of those like era you know right. the, the the things that go through the community theater circuit over and over you know anything yeah. you know rogers and hammerstein candor and ebb all those i've seen those stories a million times in a million different ways and i i, I don't know if i ever needed to see them again I enjoy them, I guess, but, you know, um, for me lately, it's really been about things that move me, mm -hmm. um, emotionally. And so like, I almost said Fiddler on the Roof, but like Fiddler on the Roof, every time I see it, like I see something new in it. Mm -hmm. So I, so I was going to say that and I pulled back from that. Um, things that I could see more. I mean, there's so many things that are, it, um just not very well known right uh that could be put up more be be given more uh space uh before the pandemic hit i was working on a show called exit strategy that you know by ike holter that i thought <laughs> was fantastic um about a fictional uh failing chicago public school mm. and I, you know, that one I was really excited for, and I was really excited to start pushing into more unknown things. Uh, the first, uh, the, the first like really big show I ever did was called Blues for Mr. Charlie. It's by um, James Baldwin. It's very unwieldy. It's like three and a half hours, three act play, but I absolutely love that one. Um, he has another one other play called the amen corner that I'd love to see done more often. Um, I I'd, I'd love to start looking for, uh, things written by various people from different, you know, zones of, you know, BIPOC experience as well as, queer experiences and see those stories get yeah. more spotlight just in general you know I, I a lot of the stuff i just mentioned are by black creators because i'm black and that's you know the the lens through which i look at the world um there's also a couple um you know august wilson plays uh that i love you know fences you'll see done all the time stuff like that but um there's some, you know, uh, of his other ones that don't get done as much. I think that would be cool to see. Like, I love that, you know, we've seen a lot of them being put up in Chicago. Yeah. Um, if only you saw Gem in the Ocean, you would have loved it. 
I really I, wanted to see it. I actually tried to do it. Um, uh, that was what I wanted to do before I went to Exit Strategy, um, but I couldn't get the rights for it. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. Uh, it, it's, it is my dream to direct the August Wilson cycle. Oh. It is my dream to direct that cycle. So. Oh. We got to go see uh, Two Trains Running at Court Theater. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I really want to see that. A.C. Smith, one of my favorite actors in Chicago, if you know that person. I'm not familiar with him. He, uh, him and Chuck Smith, I think, have been in every August Wilson play. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's done some other stuff in Chicago as well. Um, but he has this wonderful voice. Yeah. It's deep, kind of deep, kind of gravelly. And, oh, it's so mm. nice. It's so good to hear. No. Yeah. Great. Like honey. Yeah. 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 Drips like honey. Drips like honey. Speaking All right, drips, here we go. I, yeah, I was say, speaking of dripping, uh, my my tongue has been dripping with fire. <laughs> and guess what? I'm out of water too. So, how do you go. run out of water? You have do you have a tap? There's a sink over there, but I'm gonna do this for you. I'm gonna well, keep going. <laughs> All right, here we go. This is the um, cocoa ghost hot sauce. This is a very liquidy one. Ooh. All right. Ready? Ready. Mmm. That's really good. Yeah, it still sucks on my end. You can taste the um the cocoa in that. Ooh. Oh, that's great. It's almost like a mole. Oh, you're not good with 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 uh with spice. <laughs> no. But I'm doing it for you. I'm not <laughs> drinking water. All right. Um for this one, how about we do an explain that gram like we do on hot ones? I'm gonna go on your I'm going your profile. I'm gonna find a picture. You tell me the story behind it. Okay. Let's go with this picture here. <laughs> what to tell people what it is? Uh, it says "Elfin Study" is what it said. It's a picture of you dressed up like an elf. Now I'm looking off into the middle distance. Mm-hmm. I was in the, a Christmas Story musical, and you know, if you've seen the musical. Or no other, you know, or the movie, for example, you know, when they go see Santa. So in that musical, there's a whole number called Up on Santa's Lap. And uh, I played one of the angry elves the entire time. <clears throat> and backstage, I saw a flower and thought, you know, it'd be really funny if an elf was selling perfume or like uh, 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 cologne. So I just made uh, someone take this picture of me. Uh, and originally I was going to be smiling, but I thought, no, let's do it opposite. I'm a sad elf. So I looked away because I lost my reindeer or something. Mm. I like that. 
Yeah, I like. Oh, I forgot about that show. No. <laughs> so okay, so you were so you were doing some improv. Yeah. Okay. I so like the, the elf that's a salesman. Yes. Interesting. Can you give us a little, like a little bit of it? It's been a long time. With all the hotness coursing through your veins? Um, I think I had a voice. It was like, all right, let's go. Um, what do you want? You want a lump of coal? I'll give you a lump of something. I think I'll like pretend to like I'll pretend to like make like a fart noise or something like 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 it's poop. Mm-hmm. Um, so or I would do if I was in a really good mood, uh, I'll be drinking eggnog. So I'd be like, ah, look at that, the bells are ringing, and I get out my little milk card and I just go 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 and just go from there. Maybe pretend to be asleep because I'm hungover. Um, yeah, I, I I made the uh, objective of I want to get out of here. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. Get All it. right. I'm putting oh. my next one on. Oh my god, this is awful. Ooh, there's another thick sauce. I like the thick sauces. Oh. This is thirteen angry scorpions juggling high. This is the seventh one yep. for me. It says freakishly hot. Aged mar- marugua scorpion and chipotle barbecue style hot sauce. I know it's getting bad because my nose is getting stuffed up. Here we go. Oh. Oh, man. That's really good too. These are all really good. How come you're not getting like? I don't know. <sighs> it's not. I don't. Know, it's not that bad. I mean, it's hot. Like I can feel the heat. Yeah. In my mouth, but yeah. Okay, Maui. So the bomb will probably get me. We'll see. What's your question? So when I first had you on, and I googled Maui Jones. You know, we talked a lot about your theater company, but one of the things that I did not know about, and maybe you even sent me, was this TED Talk you did. Yeah. Uh, uh, Part of me, my mouth is on fire, but something was about your mom uh, echoing that love. Mm-hmm. Um, if we had to bring you back for another TED Talk, uh, what would you want to talk about in 2022? Uh, it would probably be about a lot of the time when you hear talks like that, like the one I gave that gives you like this, my nose is starting to sweat. Yeah, mine too. Um, when you hear these like inspirational stories that it's not a happily ever after, um, that that's just that's just one peak in a series of peaks and valleys. After I did that talk, I almost died from congestive heart failure. After that talk, I lost the child we were expecting. After that talk, my wife got breast cancer, had a double mastectomy after that talk. 
we, you know, ended our, you know, our journey of trying to, you know, conceive after that talk, uh, a pan global pandemic happened. Yeah. Um, and trying to keep putting one foot in front of the other over and over again after each, each personal tragedy and setback has been really hard. Mm -hmm. And I have been in not a great space in the last couple of years because of the pandemic. Um, and I've withdrawn a lot from people. I've become very much a hermit in the last couple of years. And that's a hard thing to reconcile with. And so I think I probably would do something about that, that it's kind of, you know, where you need to be at in any given moment is okay. Yeah. You know, if you're not where you think you need to be, that, you know, uh, that's not you. That's the pressure of everything around you telling you that you need to be here. But, you know, a lot yeah. of that, a lot of that talk was about, finding the love and, you know, and finding the joy and the pain and, 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 and that grief and whatnot. But also like, if you can't find it, that that's okay. It's okay to not be okay. Right. Yeah. Um, and that was a, that was tough for me to come to terms with. I, I feel like I'm just now starting to come out of a, a valley that I've been in for quite some time. Right. So yeah, that's what I would say. I appreciate that. I told you that was my, you know, like earlier this year, I would watch that TED Talk. I made a playlist of TED Talk videos to watch or listen to mm -hmm. whenever I needed a little booster. Yeah. And so, and I still think all those things are true. Yeah. You know, but if like, but if you're not there yet, that's okay. Like, I don't want that to pressure people to feel like they need to find the thing in this, you know, right now. They'll find the thing when they find the thing. And if you right. haven't found it yet, that's okay. And if you need to be in a dark space, right, if, it, if the darkness is where you need to be right now, that's okay. Like, I, that's where I've needed to be for a bit, you know, and I had and I had to be okay with that and, and say, it's okay if I need to go see a therapist. That doesn't mean that I've failed, right? right? It's okay if I take an a antidepressant. Sir, I just you know recently got on antidepressants. Yeah, you know, um, and that's okay if I need that. I've been, in, I've been in therapy for eight, nine years. Still good, let me tell you. Yeah, because there was a, there was a point last year when my old therapist retired, and that the day. Before, after he retired, I got sent in the emergency room to get diagnosed with diabetes. And so, uh, so we kept in touch a little bit, but obviously I had to respect the fact that he needs to go live his life now. Yeah. And for a while, I thought, oh, I got this. I don't need a therapist. I, I can take everything I got from my few years with him and just let that come with me and then a couple months later i reached a panic attack and was like nope 
can't do this. I, I gotta, I gotta find someone to talk to like now. Um, so therapy's never out of the question. Therapy's good. It's always good. Yeah. All right. This is, I'm at the bomb. The this, bomb evolution. Is this final dab? No, no, this is the eighth one. This is usually the worst one on the show. Okay. I was like, so I'm really making sure I load this up because this is like super thick and angry looking. So I'm really loading this up because you've been suffering and I feel Good. like I'm just sitting here like, oh, these are really tasty. So I'm really trying to, so I'm, I'm coating both sides. Oh, I'm okay. really going for it. <laughs> My nose is just so stuffed now. This is oh. like hard to get out. God, damn so this. thick. God. <sighs> okay. All right. Here we go. Dig it and sink it, my friend. Woo! Pretty good. Forget it. I'm just that is hot. Yeah. That is hot, hot. <laughs> Holy moly. <laughs> Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> Finally hit me. Yeah. Number eight. All right. Um oh my god. Ah oh god, the the aftertaste. Um all right, since we're doing a food one, um what's your like favorite like like hometown like like food spot? There is a bar, I think I told you this already. I really like it. It's called Emil's Tav Emil's Tavern and Gray's Lake, where I, where I used to live. And they have these really good mild wings. I, I'm not even joking. Like I would go there for the wings. It was just homemade sauce and all, just mild. But the, the reason I would know that was because when I was living at home, on Thursday nights, I would go play basketball with my dad and his friends. Yeah. And, you know, after a while, they all get tired, and I go to this bar. Oh, God. <laughs> my, my throat is on fire right now. My tongue is a little hot right now, but I think I'm okay. Okay, good. My, my, like, literally, this is like right here. It's, like, hurting. Um, yeah, we would go there, and, you know, when I was underage, I would just have a Coke, and I would just eat the wings and my dad and my his friends would just talk about random baseball stuff and I'll just watch the TV and just sit there for an hour and a half and get free pizza and wings and coke man <laughs> all I right don't like this oh god <laughs> all right well let's keep going let's keep going yeah okay here we go keep it going all right I'm doing the pucker butt now do the pucker do, yeah do the pucker butt yeah, okay. do the pucker butt this is another really saucy like wet sauce Oh, man. So, wait, this is my last question for you. You can ask me two questions, because I'm going to be doing the last dab, which is hotter than anything either of us yeah. eat today. 
So you okay. ask me this one, and then you ask me the next one too. You got it. Here we go. Oh God. Oh. Oh. God no, man. No. Okay. okay. Mowry Jones. Uh. We have done so many reads together. All right, and you know, we've had fun, we've laughed, we've cried. All on Zoom. Is what is to you the reading that is a prime example of Zoom in the movies? And what's one that we should just never talk about ever again. <coughs> um, I think in terms of acting, the pinnacle for me was one that you did, Steve Jobs. Oh, yeah. Oh. Uh, mostly because it's a uh, Tour de Force for Michaela, who played Steve Jobs, who I think is the best performer on ZTM. Yep. Uh, and she just put on a clinic from start to finish on that one. Um, in terms of one... <laughs> Are you all right? It just went deeper in my throat. I go like Chili Klaus. Yeah. In terms of one that should never be done again, I don't want to go there because I feel like everyone, like even if it's not, even if it's not good, it's good because. Uh, then how about I change my question to, uh, what's one that was just off the rails that you were in? We did a not reading. Not in a bad way, just, just like a, there's so much happening. <clears throat> we did a reading of um, of an early draft of Star Wars that okay. uh, Thomas did that I was in, and I was playing. Uh, I think I was playing the Darth Vader character, or like Luke Skywalker. I think I was, but like yeah. I did like, and it, it's it's completely insane. It makes no sense. It has no. It doesn't look like the Star Wars that we know and love. Yeah. And we were all trying to be really serious with it at first, I felt. Um, but it was too ridiculous for that. <laughs> so I pivoted into just going full, like, black exploitation. Oh. And, and once I started doing that, everybody else was like, oh, it's okay if we just play and just have fun and it went completely off the rails but in this wonderful amazing way it was just like so much fun you know um but also it was terrible so there you go all right <coughs> is this it the last dab this is the last dab we call it the last dab because tradition around here to put a little bit extra on the yeah, last yeah. one Okay, you don't have to if you don't want to. Here's what I'm gonna do. I got one wing left. Yeah. 
but I'm going to just silk it all the leftover sauce that's left on this, this plate. All right. There's a, there's, a, uh, there's a healthy dab on this last nugget. Maui, I can't thank you enough for coming on. That's super sauce you have there. Yeah. All right. All right. Here we go. That's really tasty. Well, it's so hot. Look at it. Oh, no. Okay. Mm. Oh, God. Okay. That's my I'm question. Rocking. I'm rocking back and forth right now. All right. I'll ask you a question. You can ask me a question too. Go for it. Uh, Here, I got mine. I got mine. Don't worry. Okay. I got mine too. Great. Mary Jones, I consider you a close friend, an inspiration, and a role model, and a person I strive to want to be at times. I also think of you as a professor, a, 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 a teacher of sorts. And we had to make to a teacher for what grade what would be your first topic to talk about or to teach? <coughs> uh, individual racism versus systemic racism. And it would be taught to second graders. I love that. teaching them about their own biases and then the systemic issues, the systemic, uh, the systems that oppress uh, people of color and queer people that have nothing to do with individual racism, but how those two things intersect. Yeah. My question for you. Yeah. Are your parents proud of you? I think so. I think there's. They think I'm really stupid for doing this with you. <laughs> Did you tell them you were doing this? No, but tomorrow or tonight I will. Whew. All right, I'm done. I ate them all. Okay, I'm grabbing my water. Oh. 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 Oh my god. That was awesome. Oh, I had a lot of fun. That was a lot of fun. That was a lot of fun. Whew. Uh, Is that a homemade smoothie? No. Store bought. Nice. Oh. Oh, God. Oh. Oh. oh, that was fun. I couldn't. I didn't keep track of time because I'm using my phone. Thank you for having me on. No, no, Maui. I say it again. Thank you for coming on and dealing with this for me. <laughs> All right. 
I'm gonna stop okay. the recording. Stop the recording. <sighs> yeah, that sucked. My mouth was hurting after. I don't yeah. recommend it. Yeah, it sounded really terrible. I don't know. I still haven't listened to I the interview. I was going to say yet. you can't lie to that. You, no, I won't outro. listen. I won't listen to any of this until we're done recording this and I go to edit it all together. But I'm fucking good. I didn't have to eat no hot shit. I'm eating Oreos right now. I'm living the good life. I don't know why y'all do this to yourselves. For the entertainment. I was going to say for the money, but we haven't gotten paid yet for this. So one of these days we'll get paid. You know, my dad asked me if I uh, have I thought about getting sponsors yet. Something is this it? Like- is this is this the outro? Yeah, this is us. This is us just- saying anyone anyone want to sponsor us? Yeah, it's like we, we are rusty when it comes to this. I mean, whatever. This podcast was literally you just going one day. I want to interview people for a podcast and i was like that, cool i have an extra microphone you can use that and pandemic I, happened yeah and that was it i wasn't even supposed to be the editor of this thing it just kind of happened yeah i guess you did it all happened it was originally it was originally connor was going to edit everything and then uh she asked me like if i could take a couple and then before I knew it, I was basically editing the whole thing. And then Connor had to leave. And then here, here we are. All right. Yeah. I, well, I haven't talked to Connor in forever. I need to talk to her again soon. I if Connor's listening, uh hit me up. I saw her and her boyfriend around March. We had dinner. They're doing well. Nice. Anyway, um, so yeah, I, don't, four. I don't remember shit that happened this well, season. Well, let's, let's explain something real quick. This was a very long season. Like, we literally started recording last May, and we stopped. We finally finished recording, like, maybe the last week of May. And it was a very Yeah, long it was basically a year. Um, like, I'm looking at it now. This first episode, uh, Cynthia Henderson of, of this season, what I finished editing this on july 13th so it probably went up i don't know like a couple days after that yeah so what happened so here's not a big what happened it was just more of you know it was you know now it's harder now you have four people's include you jenna uh schedules to like align with we had myself lj the guest and then you to get all these episodes out and then yeah it just became and you know we're we're not doing this full time we all have jobs we all had gigs yeah <laughs> so like lj had i think at the time was in final rehearsals for a show so they had to go off and do that and that was amazing and i was in by the time you know i don't think you knew this but we recorded an episode with rifka reyes that also never made it to air. No, if you recorded that, you never sent me anything. Yeah, I remember that. We we did that. Um, yeah, we I'm, never- I'm looking at the list now. The vast majority of these episodes are like, don't remember at all. I mean, I we can talk about, I can briefly talk about the Wiggles one because that was two years in the making. Um, 
when we had Simon Price on. Oh yeah, si- Simon Price. Yeah, that was a good one. Yeah, I I vaguely remember that he seemed like a really fun dude. He seems cool. I reached out to the manager of the Wiggles back in August of 2020, asking if we can I can interview one of them, and it just became one of those every couple months reach out, find something, would let you know. And then finally in April that of last year, they said, here, how about Simon? Here, he's making these albums for, for toddlers and infants. And I was like, oh yeah, that was cool. Like the White Noise album. Yes, 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 yes. It's, it's all coming back to me now. Right? Um, and I was like, yeah, I don't know what this is, but sure. And he seemed, and what's weird was they were on lockdown when we were interviewed him. So uh, it was just easier to get him on. Yeah, it was still, I'm looking at like the dates because I have the full just like list of, of the MP3 files on my computer from editing them all. So I, I don't know, I can see from the dates what day I edited them. The Simon Price one was like, right after I moved back to Chicago. Oh, really? Yeah. When did you move back? I moved back at the beginning of August, and this edit is from the end of August. Okay. Um, anyway, um, I do have to take a minute to uh, talk about the last episode that went up. No. Uh, Kel- Kelsey Doherty. Or, sorry, w- would you like to say her name, Matt? No. So for those who don't know, we had to re-record the intro for that episode like four times because Matt, for whatever reason, cannot pronounce the last name Doherty. Shut up. Um, I think the first the first recording you sent me, it was something along the lines of, I don't even know what you said, like da- Daughtry? Like Chris Daughtry? Yeah, like Chris Daughtry. Um, but it also sounded like you were maybe saying like Dotrieve, like like Bill from King of the Hills last name. Um, so I was very confused. And I literally texted you like, what is her last name? I know. I and, then you, and then it just ended up being like a phone call back and forth. Well, because I hadn't seen it written out. I just heard you pronounce it. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to need him to tell me how to spell that. And then I And then I'm like, well, shit, if... She's probably like Facebook friends with Matt because most of the guests end up being that. Yeah. Um, so I just looked on Facebook and I'm like, oh, wait, is this her? That's not, that's not how you pronounce that at all. And then I got Matt to send a second one and he pronounced it wrong again. He said Doherty instead of Doherty. And then- Doesn't it the, sound the same, folks? It, when she- it, when you, you are saying it, it, it sounds the same in my head. So I thought it, I was... Good. It really is not the same. Um, okay. And then and then I got you to... And then we had a whole phone call where I was like, say it, Matt. And then he kept saying it wrong and then right and then wrong again. No, 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 and it no, became here, abundantly let, let, clear let, that let, he just couldn't hear the difference. Let me, let, let me reenact it. I'm literally about to take a nap. My phone rings. Say it. What? Say the name. What do you mean? Say the goddamn name right. Do Doherty? No. It's ironic because that time you said it right. Yeah, I know. I know. Um, wouldn't it be really funny if she actually pronounces it like 
Dowerty or something, <laughs> or like some I, weird alternate pronunciation. I would, I would kill you. I'd say with all love. I mean, I told you like to like check with her. I did. Okay, what'd she say? I remember. I well, listen, listen. Kelsey, we got, I'm sorry. We got things if to Kelsey's do around here. Listening, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry too. You also pronounced uh, Ron OJ Parsons' name wrong. It's, I, it's there's just no par- S at the end. No, there's no S at the end. It's just Parson, not Parsons. Yeah, he, um, called, he called me out on that one. Yes, he did. Um, I'm looking at it now. I, I'm looking to see if there are any other names that you pronounced wrong. I think all of them were pretty easy. Yeah, most of them were all were all right. Um, anyway, that's all. That's literally the only interesting thing I have to say about like the production process of this season is that Matt can't pronounce people's names. Listen, listen, they're hard. They're hard. I mean, I know, but that's why that's why when you get on the Zoom call with the guests, make sure you have them right there. Ask them, make sure I you ask know. them. See that folks, this is clearly this, not. This, no, I do. See, this is this was the entire this is sometimes just days of when Jenna's record is uh, editing the episodes and I'm not pronouncing names right. This will go on like all day of us fighting about it. Correct. I think it literally took all day. Like I called you in the like early morning because I was going to be like, all right, I just got up. I have nothing to do today. I'm going to edit the, the Kelsey episode. Right. And, and I think like I immediately called you in the morning and I was like, what is her last name? And I think it took until like I was going to bed that night for me to finally get a recording of you saying it correctly. Say the name. Because you sent me one where you like technically said it correctly, but you overpronounced it so hard that it just sounded so weird. You're you're like, here is my interview with Kelsey Doherty. And you're like, if this is the best I got, we got to do it again. I was this, I was like real close to just saying fuck it and using that one. Um but I but I still even if I did use that one I still had to call you and roast you about it a little bit, you know. Um but then you were like, "All right, fuck, I'll record a fourth. I'll try again." Yeah, and I think I think on the fourth one we got it. I don't know. I didn't really listen to it that closely. Great. No, I think we did. That was a good episode. Uh, uh, all of them were great. So yeah, so we we did, I don't know, about maybe six, seven episodes in 2021. Then we took this. Yeah, we board. did. We did uh, eight. Oh, we did eight. Okay. So we did Well, eight. although one of them's the one that never got released. Right. I don't know if we want to talk about that or not. We can cut this if. No, yeah. I mean, things happen. I mean, we had two that never made it. Yeah. I don't know. One of them, I never even got sent to edit, so I don't even know what that one is. Yeah. Uh, and, and people are wondering what happened. Uh, LJ and I, we are still very, 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 very close friends. We're still good. Uh, it's, it's hard. Schedules are very hard, and it's hard to do this. And, you know. Yeah, I think, I think it's fair to say LJ is a very busy person. Yep. And this, this show is, 
it's it's a time commitment it's not a huge time commitment but it is a time commitment yeah when we're trying to do a certain amount of episodes a year yeah and and to be fair you're always trying to push more episodes i say 20 is always the max we do 10 and 10 i know 20 is always the max but that doesn't but you act like 20 is also the min like we have to hit exactly 20 every time well because you also did we did 20 in season three and then you did like three bonus ones for some reason i wanted them out quickly yeah um i mean one of i mean one of them was the michael brown one so i'm pretty happy that that got yeah well that one had to go out immediately yeah because michael brown's the best absolutely but like eric striffler from youtube it's like well yeah he's a pretty big star so we might as well just get that one out ready to go Oh yeah, no, I. It makes sense. It just means that we have we have a season three, and we also have a season three point five, <laughs> and then season four. I was and then I don't know. I don't know what happens after this. I just assume at some point Matt will send me more uh, sound files. I already and did. Then, and then I'll uh, and then I'll email him back or text him back and be like, "Did you record an intro for this?" And he'll be like, "No, hold on." And then I'll <laughs> wait like another couple of days, and then he'll send me an intro, and then I have to send it back because he pronounced something wrong. God damn it! And, that, and then we'll have an episode. We have two episodes already recorded for season five, so season five's happening at some point. I don't want to give dates yet of when it's coming out, just because you know. We we're both so busy. Uh, Jenna, what are your summer plans? Um, I have no summer plans. Just working? My summer, yeah, my summer plans are to work and uh, take girl hormones. It's, nice. pretty, it's pretty much all I got on my plate. <laughs> That's awesome. You may not realize it, but that's that's actually a lot. Yeah. I am going to Bikini Bottom for the summer. <laughs> it's true. I will be doing SpongeBob the Musical this summer. So I will be uh, very busy playing Squidward Tentacles. I think you'd look good in a bikini. From the bottom? But then, yeah, yeah, sure. Awful. Why that not? Awful. That's awful. Uh, Listen, man, it's like early in the morning. Listen, I like, uh, you said just we, 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 we could have started at ten, but you texted me at nine fifteen if I wanted to do it. Uh, you could have said no. You could have said no. I want, I want to wait till ten, or you could have just ignored me till then. But you to, were you like, know what? yeah, I sure. Like, the quicker we get this done, the more of like I can go to go to work and then. I know, like, I got other shit to do, so I'm like, might as well get this done now. Folks, I hope you know, Jenna and I, we're still friends. This is the bickering that we just do all the time. Yeah. Yeah, there's no actual animosity. There is no animosity. If there there was, I would have bailed on this show years ago. (laughs) We're four years into this. There's no turning back now. Oh my god, we're four years into this. 19, 20, 21, 22. Yeah. All right, and then... Well, season... I want to I, I bring up, I think, probably the highlights episode for me was Larry Yando. That was a good one. 
that was the first one back. And that was when, was when I was working at the Hashtag Goodman Theater. And I told him that I worked there. And he was like, oh, my God, I remember you. That, that was fun. I, speaking of the Goodman Theater, I also want to say uh, I was a big fan of the Emily Burgle episode. Oh, my God. Because um, I actually knew, I knew Emily Burgle because she had a, uh, a recurring role at one point in the show Shameless. Yeah. And which is which was one of my favorite shows. And it's really funny because I knew nothing about her like in real life. All I knew was her Shameless character. And her character on Shameless is an awful person. That's what everyone kept telling me. Yeah. Like like a real piece of crap. And so I was just so like both happy and surprised to see just like how lovely and kind she was in, in the interview. She was absolutely an absolute angel. She was. And I was nervous the entire time. And of, and of course, my Wi-Fi wasn't working that day. So like I'm in the room where I usually did all my episodes. And I, and this is usually the room where all the wife, the good Wi-Fi is. And the good Wi-Fi went away that day. So literally I froze the first five minutes. We had to do it over. I'm literally sweating bullets. And, and I, it was, yeah, I was mad at myself, but she was lovely. And um, I thought it was a pretty good episode. I, I thought it was a really good episode. I really enjoyed it. Yes. Wait, and- I've, I've already forgotten, which was the episode that you recorded like at the Golden Apple? Alex Albrecht. Oh yeah. And you like lost the first minute of footage or something. So here's the thing. This was a, that was an experimental episode. Uh, yeah we know matt we know you know especially because you had to listen to the whole damn thing yeah Uh, um but um yeah i want when alex i asked alex and i said i have this idea for an episode with you is we're gonna do this at the apple and we're gonna see where it goes and he was like all right and we did it and i thought it was lovely and what happened was i had we just started talking and I got mesmerized and at some point I was like, oh shit, I got to record. Oh, so you knew then? No, I forgot to record. I literally forgot to record. No, but afterwards, after the recording was done, because you didn't tell me. Uh, the, the whole thing was about an hour and a half. Uh, so much happened during that. I was sweating a lot. I sweated a lot during these episodes, people. I know, fair enough, but you still could have told me when you sent it to me, like, oh yeah, I didn't record at the beginning. We had so many, there was a lot of things going on that I think that was the, the one thing I forgot. Right, fair, fair enough. But you, but you know what? It was actually okay because I, a lot of people like that. Someone, yeah, like, someone because, commented, like, they like just like the random, like, time when it started and the background noise um yeah like the fact that you were at the apple was i think i think any other episode if you had not recorded the beginning like that it would have been a huge problem yeah but it was kind of okay for that episode because it was it was a weird experimental thing with a a not normal setting and yeah and and it and the whole episode was because you guys are like really good friends. Yep. It was more friends. like it was much more like a casual conversation than than like a, a formal interview. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, sure, might as well come in where they're just talking about whatever. I don't remember what you guys were talking about when the recording starts, but 
So shout out to Alex and Tony Pellegrino. 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 Because uh, that was the first in-person interview we, I've done since Aaron Lockman or Scott Olson in 2020. Yeah, Scott Olson. Scott Olson was the last uh, all the way back in season two. Yeah, I think that was literally like two weeks before Columbia got shut down. Uh, I think you're right about that. Yeah. Yeah. And I, 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 for, I forget. Did you do any other in-person ones? Just probably Tony and Alex. Okay. Are you, do you think you're going to do more in season five? I want to. All right. Oh, we could talk about the Sean Gross hands one. Remember this one? What? Where that was an I, have, in- I have no idea what you're talking about. That was an in-person interview I did like back in February, remember? Oh! Oh, this is the other other episode that never made it to air. So when we were trying, I was trying to do stuff back in person. But we're, we can be, I can be honest, I was rusty. I did, you know, having to do just the one mic and getting GarageBand to work again. I mean, the benefit was Zoom, they just did it for you. Like, I know. Zoom, well, just and, made, Zoom made you feel lazy. Yeah, and there was a reason why during season two, when we did do in-person interviews, you had me be there with you. Yeah. Because I was the tech support, which is never good. It's never good if I'm tech support my bad so yeah um, so so that one I'll, I'll get a little background sean gross hands who i will still somehow get him back on this podcast i told him to this day i will get him back on um even though he now lives in portland um nice i used to live in portland i'm trying to go to portland this summer actually portland's great well al i think you probably heard alex is doing hamlet there right so he's he's currently there right now. Shout out to Alex. Uh, so he he's there till I think the end of August, and I'm trying to go. Hopefully, after when SpongeBob closes, I will go up there for a week or two, and then hopefully, if Sean you're listening to this, uh, interview him then. But anyway, so at the time, Sean and I we did this interview with him in his office at the Goodman, and it was a good interview, I thought, and then. We're listening back, and the audio just stopped recording after about 20 minutes. Yeah, it just cut. Or I think it was 25. 25. I think it was and 25, it, and you sent it to me, and you were like, can you salvage anything of this? And, I, and I'm like, no. I literally, and I literally You're don't missing know. the entire back half of the interview. And we don't know what happened. Like no. Like the mic, the mic was plugged in. Everything was fine. Like nothing, no pop-up thing came up. It just stopped. Yep. That's, that's why, that is exactly why you need another person there to be watching the feed to make sure that shit like that doesn't happen. Cause sometimes like, listen, you, you learn this after a while when you just are recording audio for stuff. Sometimes the technology just fails you. Yeah. And there's and nothing you can do about it. And it just happens. But Sean was really cool about it, by the way. When I told him that, he first, of all, he first of all thought it was really funny that, of course, the first in-person recording I did was with him and it stopped recording about 25 minutes in. Uh, he's that like, is, well, that, that is he, pretty funny. He's like, well, of course that would happen. 
Uh, and he's like, yeah, that's totally fine. I don't care. Um, so Sean, if you're listening to this, we're going to get you back on, uh, for season five, that's going to be, whether I'm in Portland or we're doing this over zoom, we will figure it out a way. We're going to make it happen. We're going to make it happen. So, but then Tony was the next one that was in person and that turned out to be really easy. I was at it. Oh, that was, I didn't tell you this story. So the thing that I always assumed it was going to be in person. And we always talked about it being in person. And then so I go there to his apartment in the middle. It was like the middle of a work day. And I was like, hey, I'm here. And he goes, oh, I totally thought this was on Zoom the entire time. All right, hold on. So, and like, silly he, boy. And he didn't care. Like, I was like, oh, cool, cool. Come on yeah, over. Obviously, he didn't care because you got the interview. Yeah, we got the interview. Um, but but his uh, his partner was home, so she had to go. She had all her, she had to move her stuff to the other room. Uh, but she's also lovely. Shout out, Laura. And she made us some lovely, lovely tea. Um, my favorite part was the dog was underneath the table and he's just putting oh I do remember this yeah yeah Pepper was under the table yep silly dog silly dog so season five uh is gonna happen we I've already started recording episodes I can't give you a date yet uh prop and what I'm hoping will be like when season three happened where I think I recorded like a, a handful of episodes and I sent them to you, Jenna. Um, and that way we just had something going while I figure out what to do next. Um, yeah. Yeah. You're, we're probably going to want to have um, like as many episodes ready to go in advance as possible. Yeah. Um, especially, so I- especially because as the months roll on, I'm only going to get busier at my two jobs. So the the more we have ready to go by the time you want to actually premiere the season, the better. Yeah. So we're working on it. Um, I hope we have, we have a special guest in line. I will not confirm. So Bill Nye... Maybe I should reach out to Bill Nye again. Is it, is it final? Did we finally get him? No, we're trying to get Richard Kind, remember? Oh, yeah. I would, I would love to get Richard Kind, but I would only want to talk to him about his recurring role in Scrubs. Scrubs. I know this. We Mr. Talk- Corman, the we, hypochondriac. We've, we've talked about this. We talked about this on this show. Did we really? I'm just repeating myself at this point. Well, when we interviewed the Chicago Kevin Pollack, when he got to talk, he got to interview Richard Kind or do stuff with Richard. Oh Kine. yeah, yeah. I just listen. Uh, Scrubs was like my favorite show growing up. Um, so <laughs> that's what I first knew him from. And then later, I watched Spin City, and I'm like, oh, that's where you came from. And then Inside Out came do out. Do I know how like, I know oh, him shit. from? Do I know how I know him from? What? He voiced Tom in the Tom and Jerry movie in the 90s. But the, Tom, one, the one movie where they talked. I was going to say, but Tom doesn't talk. What do it's you the, mean? It's the one movie where they actually talked. Did Jerry talk too? Yeah. Oh, that's so weird. It, it was very weird. But like for some reason, like the voices kind of made sense. 
No, I could see if Tom if Tom was going to talk, I could see it being Richard Kind. Like that that clicks. Yeah. I'll I'll send you clips. Cause they actually like bring it up like, how come you never spoke before? And they're like, I had nothing to say to you before. I thought it was Damn. funny. But oh, uh, that, that that is a good bit. I, I it's I true, would... they had nothing to say to each other. They yes. just wanted to murder each other. Yeah. So it's like the it's like the movie Duel. Why is that truck following him? Who cares? It just Duel, like the Spielberg movie from the yeah, 70s? Yeah, Spielberg's Spielberg's first movie. Can you give me credit for knowing that, by the way? Yeah, of course. I I, I can't believe I knew that. It was, it was a it was a made for TV movie that yep. that was Steven Spielberg's directorial debut, and it did so well on being made for tv that i think they eventually like gave it a cinematic release or something that i don't know um i forget but it basically is what launched helped launch spielberg's career and if you go back and watch it 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 kind of feels similar to jaws oh really like you can very much see the natural progression of going from duel to jaws nice you just replace a big truck with shark All right, Jenna, any season four wrap-ups you want to, or shout-outs you want to give before we uh, say goodbye for the summer? Um, I don't know. I'm putting her on the spot right now. Yeah, I got nothing. Uh, I don't know. Shout-out to Estrogen for making my life better. Shout-out to, uh, shout-out to these Oreos I got next to me. Um, and shout out to Matt Schufrider for being a, a good podcast host. Cause I know I, cause I know I've spent most of this time roasting you, but you are actually very good at this. Thank you, my friend. And thank you for a wild season four. I want to give shout outs to LJ for co-hosting the first eight with me. They are wonderful and I can plug their show. Uh, they are going to, by the time this goes up. Uh, they are going to be in the the musical Wild Party at some uh, in August. Uh, so yeah, go see that. I don't know the dates, but they are in that, and I think they're the lead. Um, and yeah, what else do I want to shout out? I want to shout out Jenna because they are. You have been. Uh, I was thinking about this yesterday after we talked because I wanted to hang out with you yesterday and you couldn't and then you ended up calling me if we ended up talking for 20 minutes uh because this is how our relationship works um uh you've been my longest college friend think about that oh my god you're right I think we're hey we're coming close to 10 years no (laughs) no we're not I know we're not I just wanted to get a reaction We're not. It's been it's been like six and a half, almost seven. I want to like count fall twenty fifteen. That's why. Yeah, we met. We met fall twenty fifteen in All an right, intro to radio class because I needed something to fill my schedule, and you George thought you were going to be Zarr, a radio. Come on this show, Major. For some reason, and why, one day we will get. That's going to be the finale of the show. He won't come on any of his former students. Well, we're not students anymore. What if I ask him and maybe he just won't remember me? (laughs) 
I'll give you the email. Well, I don't know if he's going to respond. Check it during the summer. Yeah, I don't know. Great. So thank you, Jenna. You are a wonderful editor and friend, giving me thank crap you. for half the things I've done. I, I only do it because I want this podcast to sound good. Because yep. we, you know what? We deserve to have nice things. We deserve to have nice things. Yeah. Thank you all to list for listening. You know the rules. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Instagram. Jenna, what else can they do? Email. Oh, my God. Fucking send us emails. I haven't checked our email account in forever. Hold on. I'm going to... I'm also checking right now. I know. I don't even know if I still have it. Like, Hold on. My, I think I'm going to be able to just load it up automatically. Yeah, I can. Do we have any emails? Did anyone email us? It's just nothing but ads. I'm just going to type in the word podcast interview, and we're just going to see what happens, if anything that's like popped up. Probably not. I forgot there was the when also, I also we said email us, but we didn't say what our email address is. It's yeah, parentsproudpodcast yeah. at gmail.com. Send us, I don't know, honestly anything. Something. Yeah. Send send us uh, questions, comments, concerns. I mean, fuck, you could send us a dick pic at this point, and I'd be Jesus like, cool, Christ. cool, we got something. Jesus Christ. Uh, yep and that does it for season four everyone thank you all so much for listening we'll see you next time on are your parents proud of you bye-bye bye, -bye. bye.